Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, uplifting support for your grief and healing journey. We're here to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence so that you can build a life of purpose and joy. I'm your host, Julie Clough, Certified Life and Grief Coach. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Episode 106, Breakthrough with Jean. Have you guys ever heard the term self-taught artist or whatever it is? I, I, I think I associate it with artists because I was in that space for a while and painting and different things. And so I always heard this term self-taught. And I could consider myself a self-taught artist because I haven't gone to a formal school for art. But really, I think self-taught is a misnomer. I, I don't think it exists. I think if anything that, anything that we want to learn, we learn it from people. We learn it from other people. Either that's, like for example, in with art, I took some online classes informal online classes. I I did a lot, you know, watched a lot of YouTube videos, that kind of thing. And so a lot of times we think in the terms of self-taught, but in reality, we're never self-taught. We invest ourselves into learning something, but we don't really learn something in a vacuum. We just don't. So we're either learning things that move us forward or we're learning things that are impeding our progress. So I, you know, I just, I feel really passionate about the need for us to learn from each other. You know, I'm constantly learning from other people and gaining knowledge in areas that I'm not familiar with. And I'm passing on the things that I've learned to people. And that's a lot about what this podcast is about, right? Is the things that I've learned and that I've studied and that I've really integrated into my life that I share with you guys, because that's kind of the, the journey, isn't it? Like there's always somebody ahead of us and there's always somebody that's behind us. I don't really like that term behind us, but I hope you know what I mean by that. The reason I bring this up is sometimes I think we have, to, we think we have to figure out grief all by ourselves. We've got to figure it out all by ourselves. We've got to kind of stay isolated and maybe read a few things here and there. But in reality, we need people. I needed people. I needed people to guide me through. And I want to invite you to open your mind to the possibility of having people along for the journey, people to assist you. I just invite you to open your mind to the possibility that there are people out there that can help you, whether that's me or someone else but it's time to kind of look at that and see who's on your team because we're never truly self-taught. I'm really excited about this episode because I get to introduce you to Jean. Jean is a former client and she was stuck when we met. We met at a conference where I was speaking and you can hear a little more about that when in our discussion that I'm going to share with you in just a minute. And she was dealing with a lot of grief and she didn't know how to move forward through it. So we met, but then a few weeks later, she contacted me. We started working together and she had tried some other things that helped a little, but she was still feeling directionless and overwhelmed, like really, really overwhelmed, which boy, we can all relate to that. I remember how overwhelmed I felt in grief. Oh my gosh. It's just like, 
Wow. It's hard to even describe because even bringing that feeling back of overwhelm (laughs) can overwhelm you. You know, it's like when you try to think about it, it's overwhelming. Today, I'm just super grateful to be able to introduce you to her. We worked together for about six months, and in our discussion today, you'll hear about some of the ahas that she experienced that have given her relief and direction. And we were speaking in one of our last meetings last month, and as we were talking, and she was sharing some different things that she's learned in the and the enlightenment that she'd received and all of this goodness that she was sharing with me, I said, would you be interested in in sharing some of this on the podcast? So you're going to get to hear a portion of that today. I'm really, really thrilled to share this, this episode with you because I, I, I get the, I mean, it's so much fun for me to watch people, to be a part of people's journey and to start that process of working together, you know, and we build that bond and we build that relationship. It's just super fun. And then to watch people transform their life. You know, I don't transform their life. They do. Jean transformed her life. I was just a facilitator. I was just someone there to encourage her, to give her the tools, to give her the process. And then she did the work and that's the beauty of it. So here's the interview with Jean. Hello, I am so excited to introduce you to a client, someone who's worked with me. This is Jean, and she's fabulously allowed me to interview her today. So I'm super excited to to talk to Jean and talk a little bit about where she was, how things have changed, and so forth. So Jean, welcome. Hi, Julie. (laughs) I'm uh, really glad to be talking with you and just to get it out there, I'm going to say I'm super nervous about this, so I'm just going to take a deep breath, and uh, I appreciate you asking me to um, kind of share my journey with you. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be so great, because when we were meeting just a couple of weeks ago, and and you were kind of sharing some of the, the insights that you've had. And I was like, oh, Jean, you need to share this with people. People need to hear this. And so super excited to, to welcome you onto the podcast today. So tell, tell us a little bit about kind of what things looked like before we met. Like what, what, did, what did things look like for you before we met? So I'm in my mid fifties and I'm a mother and um, my kids are all grown and out of the house, but um I was looking for something and I was feeling, I, of course, my parents are older as well. So I was, um, you know, wrestling, how do I fit in this world? And, um, and then some things happened. Um, Some of my children weren't talking with me and blaming me for things that weren't true. And I was looking at myself like, well, is that true? Could it be true? Um, And then my parents um, just seeing their relationship at their age and I'm looking at my own life. I'm like, I'm going to be there in 30 years. What is that going to look like? So before I ever even met you, I was kind of in a state of anxiousness. That would be a good word. Just basically anxious all the time. (laughs) Mm. And um, I didn't really think I needed help or counseling. I just figured that's the way it is. You go through life and you hit potholes or you know, troubles, and they just are there. And they're always there. 
Yeah. I remember that. I remember when we first, when we first met that, you know, that anxiousness was very, very apparent, very apparent. So we met at a conference Yeah, and (laughs) you purchased a painting or print of a painting that I did. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, there it is. She's showing it. If you're watching it on video, you can see it on video, but yeah. And, and what does the painting say on it? It says she was brave. She was brave. This, this woman, it's a, you know, illustration of a woman and she's got bright green hair and big, big blue green eyes. And she's just, she's not smiling. She's just there, you know, she's present and, um, yeah, I just loved it. So, yeah. So do you remember meeting? I do. So your booth or your table was right across from a uh, a large area that was hopping. It was, you know, it was like everybody is around it. Everybody's moving around it, asking questions. There's a lot of stuff going on. And here you are sitting there quietly. And I, was, and I just admired your artwork. And then I saw this kind of like really peaceful person. Um, and I just said hello to you. I had no idea of your story or your life. So I just really appreciate that. And I, I just picked up the print mostly for my daughter because I thought she was struggling or, and so I thought, well, this might help her, but come to find out it helped me. (laughs) So, so how did, so how did you make the decision to, to reach out to me? How did that come about? I was just talking about my daughter. So she was struggling quite a bit. She is, she was 18 at the time and she didn't know where she was going or what she was doing. And we had a, just a situation at home where she wasn't happy. And I realized that I needed help if I was ever going to just kind of be full and complete myself. I couldn't complete someone else. I needed to take care of myself. And it wasn't, you know, anything negative towards her. It was just coming to a realization that the only person you can really help is yourself and you have to do it. Nobody else will do it for you. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I'm just kind of curious cause you have this print. So like, did, did you, I guess my card was in there. And so you looked into it or, Oh, I'm not even sure I know this story. <laughs> oh, uh, Well, I just thought, I need help. And um, I wanted to talk to a woman and I wanted to talk to someone who um, understood and maybe had more knowledge than I did. I just thought people just walked around like hurting all the time, you know, and sometimes you could pretend like it wasn't there or you could um, sometimes you could just keep pushing through it but it just seemed too overwhelming anymore, you know? Yeah. I remember you saying that to me. I remember you telling me at one point, you know, I thought that people just hurt. I just thought that's the way it was. I thought there wasn't another option. And I remember you saying that to me. So tell me a little bit about what shifted for you. What were some of the ahas maybe early on that you experienced as we worked together? Um, I think first you gave me a sense of hope, particularly because you've been there 
And um, so I know that, you know, I know that everybody has hurts and grief, but you gave me a sense of hope that you can get through it. And I just, I just couldn't, um, couldn't see my way through it. Yeah. Yeah. And the the great thing about Eugene is that you recognize that if there's going to be a change that, you know, that you've got to, to be a part of it. Like you can't just sit back and expect things to change that you, you've got to be a part of that. So what, what does life look like now? Like what, how has, I think one of the things that's, that's interesting to watch is that as I work with people and I, and I see kind of the lights go on and I think you, you experienced that, you know, that yeah. the, the lights go on, the hope it starts with hope. And then it starts with like, there's evidence that this is working, that, that I'm doing better, that I feel better, that I can. And the, and the interesting thing is the circumstances around you, the situations didn't change. No, but you changed. Yeah. And it's, there's a lot of clues. It's like, I didn't have any tools and I didn't, I really didn't have much hope. I just thought that's the way it is. So you have to, um, so I realized in conversations with new people that I would meet, I always had this sense, well, ultimately they're going to find out about all my hangups and all my quirks and they won't like me because, you know, and so in, a, in being able to work with you, I was able, that bolder picture where it's on top of your head and you just have to keep chipping away. And then something does like take a whole chunk and you're like, oh, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with completing um, old relationships um, and then being able to let them go and also having support like, um, you know, starting a routine. And it, it doesn't have to be a big routine, <laughs> but just having something that is helping to ground you. And you've told me some crazy things to do, like go out and talk to a tree. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, people are going to think I'm a little weird. <laughs> but <laughs> And you and I have had sessions where I've been on the beach and people have been walking by and I've been falling. <laughs> but all of that was kind of like working on the boulder. And yeah. um so I feel like I'm in a better place. You've given me some challenges that I, at the beginning I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. And it's not, it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, it's as simple as just letting it kind of seep into your consciousness. And then when the time is right, it happens. It's not like something I'm forcing myself to do. So, and it has brought me to a better place. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um it's it's remarkable to watch. Um, it's and and I think sometimes being an observer, you know, myself being the observer, I really see the shift in people before they even recognize it in themselves. Yeah. And and then that's really really fun to to witness and I um you know, one of the things I think has been really big for you is just changing your thinking around the experiences that you're having. Yes. Yeah. I think um, early on, you told me there was a personality kind of type that when I got around that personality, I wasn't myself. And you challenged me. You're like, 
I think because that keeps coming up, <laughs> you're going to have to work with that. And so um, one of my sisters is very, it was similar in personality to that. And so I've worked a lot on my relationship with my sister and just, it's really um, nice to be able to write out all those things that I think are not nice to say and realize that they're just feelings. They do not, they're not the truth. It's just those feelings. And then the feelings help you to realize what your thoughts are behind them. And so it's like, you're, I'm kind of coming to terms with my own, my own fears, like the things that I, I would tell myself that she means, or she says, I didn't know that. I just thought that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then as, um, as I worked with it, I realized that my sister who I love is the only one in my life who could treat me that way because I loved her. And then I, so I stepped back and I was like, so now I'm even thankful that she challenges me to be able to deal with these personalities because if it was someone else, I would just stop talking to them. They would no longer be in my realm, but because I care about her, she's challenging me to be um, stronger, to learn new skills, to not put my expectations on someone else. And, you know, it's just like all this gross negativity kind of just dissipated. It's like if you were looking out the plane window and you saw only clouds, like you're in the middle of the cloud fog. And then all of a sudden you see, as you come above the clouds, like light, like the sky that's above the clouds coming down. And then the whole sky is filled with blue and you're just like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? How like when our mind changes, it's like we see everything differently. Like, and that's what, that's kind of what you're describing. It's like the blue sky was always there. But you were stuck in the clouds. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So cool. I love that. This is a situation when I'm working with people that comes up almost every single time. It's, it's the relationships. It's, it's dealing with the relationships. It's trying to figure out how, how to navigate who we are and stand in our power, which is kind of what you described. It's like you're kind of standing in your own power now and you're not reading into things the way that you read into them before. But relationships is a huge thing. And I know that that was something that we talked a lot about. It feels like all your relationships have changed to some degree. Well, I think I'm I'm better at um, listening and not reacting. I think that's helped a lot. Um, So I would say that, I mean, I have the space to say, oh, I wonder what they mean by that, instead of making these assumptions. Mm. And they were, they were negative, (laughs) you know, negative assumptions about people. Basically, I mean, they were negative assumptions about me. And when we have those kind of internal, that internal dialogue that's going on, and then something happens, then that kind of triggers the the internal dialogue. And so it's kind of changing that internal dialogue. Share with us a little bit about how that internal, like how you feel about yourself, how that's changed over time. So I think it's been um, 
using tools like writing. Uh, if you if I write, then I can. There's one way where I can get everything out, and then there's another way where I'm like I just say to myself, I "Wonder what that means," and so I just write more. And um, so you, you gave me tools like you know how the feelings will point you to a thought and how is that thought? Is that thought true? And how do I know that thought is true? And um, when is that thought absolutely true? (laughs) I mean, so it's, it's a discovery process. It's not like I get it. It's not like I get it. I don't get it ahead of time. I have to get it in the moment. So that's what I do with when, when triggers come up, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this? And it's not so critical. It's not so judgmental. It's not so painful. Oh, I love that. So everything shifted from just like this judgment to curiosity. Yeah. Where is this coming from? How can I, how can I look a little, a little deeper and just see where this is coming from and how I might be able to think about it differently or feel differently about it? Yeah. And another thing is I'm allowing my feelings to be okay. You know, I'm allowing them. I'm like, okay, this is the way I feel. Uh, You know, it's okay. (laughs) I say it's okay to myself a lot. (laughs) It's one of my favorites. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I like to add that to the end of, you know, I don't feel great today. And that's okay. Cause it just like, it takes the judgment off of it, you know, it just takes the, takes the edge off of it so that it allows that space that you talked about, like you were talking about, you know, listening rather than reacting. Yes. Where do you think that ability comes from? Um, Practice. Practice. Probably. And it takes the urgency out. So I guess just trying it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. I like what that you said there, the urgency. Um, You know, a lot of times when we feel triggered, it's just, it's an automatic response. And it's like that discovery process that you just spoke to allows you to kind of create that space. And then over time, as you, as you practice that discovery process, you're triggered and then you kind of go through this discovery process and then you, then you, it allows you to have space between stimulus and response, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What would you say was your biggest success during the time that we've worked together? Um, I think creating an I am statement. It wasn't, I, it's evolving, not always in the I am, but having a statement that tells me who I am helps me to be true to myself. So can I read it to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm intelligent and capable. I am personable and relatable. I care deeply about others. My life is my responsibility. I am capable of making positive changes in my health, in my profession, in my relationships. I experience fear, and that gives me a sign to pay attention to the thought, to ask myself, is the thought true? How do I know it's true? I am paying attention. I am creating a strategy. I adjust as I go, 
out of curiosity. My life is an experiment and I get to choose the path. I love myself. Healing is available to me. I deserve and support. I deserve support and encouragement. Uh, it's so beautiful. Now, I want you to go back. Now, think about that statement that you just wrote that you created for yourself and go back to our first meeting and think about that statement and how you would have responded to that back at that moment. I um, I couldn't even put it into words. I couldn't even, it, it was like, my ability to think like this was not non-existent. <laughs> it just wasn't there. So you've created an affirmative mind. Yes. You've yes. created a mind that affirms you for who you are and who you want to be and the direction that you're going. I, I mean, I've talked about that a lot over the last probably three or four weeks on the podcast, this idea of what direction we're going in. And, you know, how we um, assess the direction, how we get involved in the direction. And what I, what I love seeing here is that you have a direction and that you're creating that direction. And you're not, it's not just allowing things to happen around you and just reacting to them. It's actually like getting involved and saying, this is who I am. And this is the direction I'm going. Yes. well tell me about that tell me you just had a reaction let me I want to hear about that I just really appreciate that um like my last line is I deserve support and encouragement and I just appreciate that you're willing to get in the muck with me and help me out (laughs) you know give me a hand and you can't do it for me but you sure do you sure have been there for me. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Jane. That means so much. That means so much to me. How is that to have somebody that's like in your corner, that's just there, just pointing out opportunities? What does that feel like? Um, It feels like there's not, it's not impossible and there, it's not such a burden. And when someone else can see things that you can't see, it helps you to open your eyes. You know, I just couldn't see it before. And now (laughs) I really like you, but I don't need you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I needed you, you know, it was like, I needed you as a lifeblood. And um, I, listen to your podcasts and I follow you, but I don't need, you know, like breath. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you showed me how you showed me how to do it. You gave me the tools to do it. Yeah. It kind of goes (laughs) back to that. What's that? (laughs) You worked yourself out of a job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it's like this, uh, it's, it's kind of like this story of you can give a man a fish and he can eat for a day, or you can show him how to fish, and he can eat for a lifetime. And I think that's yeah. the beauty of this, you know, opportunity to to co-create together, to to work together, to you know, through this discovery process. And it's like you've been given 
the tools to fish so you can fish for a lifetime <laughs> and you can eat for a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And you've created this affirmative mind and this opportunity to really see what's available to you and, and how good life really is. Yeah. And I still get scared and I just write it down and then I'm like, okay, well, that's the way I feel, but that's okay. <laughs> and yeah. then I go, so what does it make? Why, where's that coming from? What's the thought behind it? So it's not, it's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So tell, tell me a little bit about the difference between listening to the podcast versus working directly together. So it requires to work with you. It requires participation. It requires actually doing some work. And um, I've read probably, gosh, so many books that you've recommended. And it's, it's like this uh, kind of like an education, you know, getting a training in something. And just like when you go to school or you go to a new job, you have training that you have to do. So this was like getting life training. Yeah. Awesome. Well, anything that you would want to share as we're just kind of wrapping this up a little bit that you'd want to share with the people listening, anything that, that, you know, comes to mind that you're like, Oh, you know, people just need to know this, or I would want to share this tip or this idea. I think just saying, knowing that someone believes in you and having that kind of support and having it be genuine is just amazing. And so I think you believed in the process of healing way more than I did. And I think that you gave me some clues to help other people who are struggling. And um, I just hope it goes on and on. You know, it's, it is going to go on and on. It's never ending. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I love what you said there because I've had other people say to me before, it's like, how, how can you, how can you do this work? How can you work with grievers? And I'm, and I'm like, I, I can do it because I believe in the process. I believe that healing is possible for people. I believe it's possible for anybody that there's, there's a degree of healing that's, that's just a possible, it's just, it's innate in us. It's inborn. It's, it's part of our being. We just don't know how to use it. And we, we haven't discovered yet how to, you know, how to use that inborn natural ability we have to heal. And so it's like, kind of like, like you said, kind of clearing away the clouds so that we can, we can see the light and we can, we can heal and we can um, do amazing things. So I'm, I'm excited for Eugene. I'm excited for all the things that are ahead for you. And it's been just a complete joy to work with you. And I've just loved every minute, minute of it. And I really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you too. <laughs> Thanks, Jean. Don't you just love Jean? I loved her willingness all along the way to just look at things and figure it out. And that's one of the things I really love about Jean. She's just inquisitive and she 
she wants to improve. And I think we all want that, right? Like we'd honestly, we'd be, we wouldn't be honest with ourselves if we didn't admit that we want to improve. And, and I know that a lot of times we wonder what it would be like to work with a personal coach. I know I did. I, when I hired my first coach, I was, I was completely overwhelmed again. I was feeling, I wasn't in grief like I had been in the past, but I was at that place where I was still in the process of trying to rebuild my life and figure it out. And like, what, what do I want? What do I want to do? What, how, what direction do I want to go? And before I tried it, like I wondered about a personal coach, but I thought I need something because I was feeling so stuck and so overwhelmed. I knew I needed something to move me from that unhappy space I was in. And I was so thrilled. I finally hired a coach because it was magical. I loved having someone in my corner to help me figure out how I could do better week after week. And that gently, and she gently led me to breakthrough after breakthrough, from breakthrough to breakthrough. And when you're feeling stuck, a coach can make all the difference in getting unstuck. If you're curious and you haven't actually clicked the button yet to talk, this is your time. Click that button, schedule a time to talk. It's right there in the show notes, or you can find the link on the episode at buildalifeafterloss.com, or you can even go to the Work With Julie page right there on buildalifeafterloss.com. It's right there. There's so many different ways for you to get a hold of me. So just click the button. Let's schedule a time to talk. Let's see where you're at, where you want to go. And let's talk together about your pathway from here to there. Have a beautiful week. Remember, I believe in you.